Welcome back, guys, to the Sound of. Welcome back, guys, to Side Hustle Podcast. We're jumping on today with Ash from Creo Studios to talk everything business on his clothing brand. Enjoy. Let's roll. What are you wearing today, Ash? Creo Studios. This is the original OG. This is what we first brought the uh, brought the band brand back with. I'm fucking swinging in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> so tempted, isn't it? Can't help it. We're rolling now, we're uh... Yeah. What well, um, is it? Original design then? Yeah, the original. Well, we, uh, we might as well fucking. No point me getting into. Let's get it back. Let's start from the Bro. fucking beginning. You need to shut up, boys. Not gonna lie. Fucking hell. Sorry about that, Ash. It's all right, mate. Don't no worry about it. Yeah, we'll start from the beginning. Uh, so, got into fucking design um, by chance, really. Went to Clove Show with a couple of mates to um, launch their their new brand, uh, Couture Club. It was Ross Walswick. That was um, your Couture Club. Yeah, they were yeah. Hopping for a while. Yeah, well, when we went to the clothes show, they they were just started. Someone's um, got KC on the logo, isn't it? Nah, nah, C, nah. C, They've got a, a, the like a warehousing just there, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, I just feel like the I know road, they are. yeah. They've yeah, they got a shop in like Trafford Centre. They're yeah, whacking yeah, yeah, it now, yeah, yeah. whacking yeah, it online, mate. But questionable um, clothing. You are questionable clothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I mean, it's it's more like in the fast fashion now, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I went to help them, and then. Um, one of the lads, he just like starts, helps, helps startups and stuff. He just said, do you want to get into doing something? Let's do something together. So when I, I lived in Ibiza for a bit and- uh, How was that? It's fucking sickest gaff in the world. <laughs> <laughs> just mad that. I just went through about 10 years of just going on holiday, living abroad. Yeah. Like for port. Did you have a gaff over there? Just being off my head 24-7. <laughs> yeah, just had a sick gaff. Lived with like six models in a beefer. <laughs> just a joke. Worked at Lineker's, just had it off. Nearly killed me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when I was in a beefer, I, every t- everyone was into like short shorts. I had these like sick little dolce. Like the six inch ones. Mini, like tight fucking short shorts. Mm. And uh, every time we went to like, Ocean Beach and shit like that. All my like money, phone, and everything fall out of my pockets. So it's like I'd, I'd love to have some shorts. I'd sit pockets, couldn't find them anywhere. Then when we went to this uh, clothes show, one of the lads was like, "You not fancy starting a brand?" I was like, "I've got a great idea," and he's like, "Helps all these brands like with startups and stuff." So I told him, "What do short shorts? Was it pockets?" He was like, "All right, let's do it." So then me, him, and Ross. Um, from Control Club started that. Um, thing is, none of us had a clue what we're doing. So we ordered like a thousand fucking black shorts with gold zip pockets, <laughs> thinking like this is a winner. Then no one's selling to. Yeah, you come to market and you're like, we had like ten followers on Instagram or whatever, so we're all plugging it. Like, yeah, because like Ross has just been on X on the beach and stuff, and like a couple of lads have been on um, like X on the beach. What else was there? Obviously, we have big brother and stuff. But, um, yeah, we had a thousand just black shorts, essentially. So, trying to promote that, we smashed How much did you lay out for months. that? What? How much you spend on all them? Um, can only cost us like 15 quid a pop. Wow. <laughs> yeah, 15k. Jesus. We want too bad because it was split between the three of us. Yeah, that yeah. was like every single penny I had because I was just <laughs> getting about living abroad, wasn't I? Yeah. So, I was just blowing on me, though I had no dough, really. It... it we actually paid 50% up front and then we had to pay the second 50% like when they arrived. But when 
it came round to us having to pay. I think we had to pay like four grand each, but I had no, I had no dough then. So I was like, I had to go and lend it off some dodgy cat to help me out. It was like, you got to pay me back in 30 days. So I'm thinking, we'll sell all the shorts. So get me four bags back. So I'll pay me guy off. <laughs> lend the dough, got all the shorts in. We actually whacked it for like the first two months. But then obviously everyone gets bored of what you've got. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just like black shorts with gold tips. We've already sold like a few hundreds. Now everyone's bored of seeing them. How much are you selling them for? 65 quid that's not too so bad it wasn't too bad but then we're splitting it between the three of us and the marketing and then I ended up just doing most of the work because um, the other lad Zach who helped startups he got a sick job working for uh, Monster Energy so he went down to London to work for them and then Ross's control club started blowing up so he was like I ain't got time now mm. so uh, I bought Zach out Made a bit, yeah, I made a bit of extra money by just fucking painting, <laughs> just randomly. Um, just I went to one of my mates' uh, work, just helped him paint his room. And then the guy who is he, a solicitor, he owns like this massive law firm. He was like, do you want to just paint all my office? So I was like, yeah, 100%, bit of dough, so charged him 10 You grand. painted before? Or is it just like I a- just used to do bits of painting with me dad. Hi everyone. Probably thinking, what is this all about? So I'm quickly going to explain what this is all about. So we have started a new business venture and our aim is basically to create a media outlet and a website that finds the best side hustles for people all across the globe. It will start with people in the UK and basically you will put in where you are from, how much money you have, how much time you have to invest, all things like that and we will recommend you the best side hustles that are verified, legit side hustles that you can actually make money from because as you probably know there's a ton of side hustles out there like Forex, like shit like that that realistically is a total shit show and we want to basically make a hub of um, information where people can learn about side hustles, where people can start side hustles that are verified and they can do this in a safe way and realistically just get the best bang for the book. So that's what this is all about guys, that's why we started this channel and um, we've got more information on this. Very soon so stay tuned but a paint yeah so i painted my mate's room just to help him out because he's like he just can't do shit like that um and then the guy come in and he's like i'd need the entire gaff painting how much would you charge me so just had a quick walk around charged him 10 grand it was like 22 rooms painted it painted him in like four weeks and then uh then i bought out zach but then obviously ross was so busy with control club he's like you could buy me out as well so they ended up buying him out and I thought it was one of them. It's just like I got into a zone then because I had the business myself. I was like, just become obsessed with it. Whereas before it was like, we had a bit of a brand. Yeah, yeah. I was doing a bit and I just enjoyed a bit of design. Now it's like, I've got to get obsessed with just business in general. Yeah, it's not split three ways so, at all. Yeah, yeah, well hard. And I owed people dough. I was like lending it. I owed, I was paying Ross off for his cut and then like I owed that guy who lent me so I had to like proper get on it then so I literally just stayed in my bedroom for about probably about six months just learning everything everything I could about business design mm-hmm. photoshop um illustrator and just become pretty sick at that so just like the actual design I learned from photoshop and illustrator and then it's just started putting my work out um just to people I knew with business then they were hiring me to do design for them so then I was making about four grand a month just off doing design for the people. So then obviously I was be able to afford that. Then I just took a step back and thought, what do I actually want from life? I've always wanted to just live in LA, just get up in the morning and go for a run down the beach and just chill. So I thought that was the aim. Then kind of like, 
plan my life from LA backwards then. So just started um, like building Shopify stores for people, marketing, building up Sync. Then I was able to get enough money was to- Sync the first one you did? Is that, yeah, Sync that was one? the first one, yeah. Because I never needed Sync, yeah. like only until what? Last month? Yeah. yeah when I saw it, when, you, when you went to Marrakesh. Yeah, yeah. And I seen you on store. I was like, oh, this must be like his new brand that he's kicking off. Now well, that's, that's in the 2016. That's, that's what the oldest one there is. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. But like I said, at first we only had just the black shorts, so everyone got bored of it. But then because I made all the money on the side doing other like design pieces and websites and all that, um, then I was able to buy a load more shorts. And then when I got all that, I also learned all different kind of marketing techniques within like Facebook and Instagram and that. There is just like these groups on Facebook that really tells you different ways of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. splitting up all your marketing and like just like a forum um, just learning from that yeah it was called Kingpinning it was fucking sick mate like it went from I think we was doing like just four grand a month on black shorts then brought new shorts in and then we're doing like I think we're doing about 16 grand a week then it just blew up because we brought all the new shit in and learned all this market all these marketing techniques and then that just absolutely blew up. So then I moved to LA, um, lived in LA for a bit, lived in San Diego for a bit, just living the dream. And then someone asked me to um, come on board with them doing a streetwear brand. So I was like, all right, I'll do it from LA. And then as time like progressed, I was designing the stuff, I was sending it back to England. What was, was brand? This was Creo Studios. Oh, right. When was that, 20? Yeah. 2018. Four years ago now. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we start. This is what I mean. Everyone thinks Creo is new, but well, it is essentially new. But we started it in 2018. Um, me and another designer, Mike, and then we had an investor, and he was the guy who said, "Come back to England. We we'll set it up together." Yeah. But we started it. We ran it about two months, and then we just lost absolutely everything over just bad business deals. Mm. I can't really get into it, but yeah, it all just went in the shit <laughs> so then we lost that are you back in England at this point yes yeah, so you so moved back to LA I, I had a sick gaff in LA moved back to England left all my, all my stuff there like I had a sick couch TV left it all there with me mate he just took all that um, came back to England to start Creo did about two months like probably about three months development of Creo because obviously it was like uh, design and then sampling fitting and then I went over to China, went over to Turkey, met all the factories and stuff. So I had a proper bash at it, mm-hmm. brought it out. That smashed it like the first two months. And then I went to LA to do a photo, shot, uh, photo shoot for SS22. Uh, no, not SS22. That's what we're on now, isn't it? <laughs> it was at SS19. And then um, came back and everything was just gone. Like just lost everything. So you got um, from like... LA, you've got oh, the life you wanted, you've got the dream, dream life, yeah. and then bump slap right back into the world. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. Got back, just had an out. So just, obviously, I had, I had the swimwear, but because we was shooting um, the upcoming summer, it was like winter time, so like sink, just, it like, it smashes it in the summer and then yeah, in the yeah, winter yeah, just of drops off, like massive. That's why I thought it's great to have a streetwear brand to go alongside it because then it's just all year round. Do you I think it's I mean? hard to get that, like, obviously, because it goes so well through summer and then once it dies off, is it hard to get it 
back going again and start summer? Nah, like I think it all depends. Everything depends on quality. Yeah. Because ours is like, it is top quality stuff. Yeah, I've so, seen the stuff. It's, it's sick. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Our, um, our return customer rate every summer is like a joke. It's yeah. like beyond what I've seen on any other brand. It's like you get like 80% return customer rate in like, you know, the right. first drop for the summer. Yeah, yeah. It's a joke. Um, but yeah, winter was just dead. Now it's different because we've opened up markets in like, we've got like 10 stores in Dubai now. So for sink. Yeah, for sinks. Yeah. That carries us through the winter. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter over there, does it? I know, yeah. It's, it's a dream over there. <laughs> but it's just like, it's just putting the effort into getting stuff like that. Like, it's, because we made Dubai happen over uh, COVID. Obviously, COVID hit, but it didn't hit Dubai summer. Do you know what I mean? So you could just do what you Everyone want over there. Everyone was in Dubai. Everyone yeah. was catching plays. 100%. Yeah, so COVID in England. So me and Lucian, uh, we was just like, we'll just go to Dubai for a bit. We've never been. See what it's saying. Um, I took out some um, some sink to show like stores and that. So I went over, just went into a couple of stores, just offered them the swimwear. You're just walking into stores and being like... Who do I speak to her? Or yeah, you're like just, getting in touch with them? No, I just went into, went into some stores, especially in like um, hotels, because it's like, our, our shots really stand out because of the gold zips and stuff. I feel mm-hmm. I feel like everyone in Dubai, they're just very like, like cashed gold. up. They love... Yeah, they you love can buy gold in vending like machines out there. Like, they I mean. love that color. It's like Philip Lane and all that. Like it's that kind of yeah, vibe. Yeah, they love it. it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just went into all like... Um, the Atlantis, Rixos, like some of got like loads of hotels. shops, haven't they, in the hotels? Yeah. Like downstairs yeah. in the lobby and stuff. That's what I mean. So just went into all them, asked for the manager, spoke to them, and then they'd put you on to, they'd just give you an email or a number mm-hmm. and then contacted them. Um, and then ended up, yeah, just putting them in all these, all the different stores in the hotels. They were just selling out because it's so, because it's so different. Everyone's just got standard swimwear and it might have like a color or, a pattern because ours had like got like a gold plaque on the back and zip pockets and stuff so they loved it in Dubai yeah yeah so and that just opened all that up so fast forward to 2022 now you've got sync yeah so Rio. yeah now so we so I just had sync again didn't I when going through like all like court problems and shit trying to get Creole back eventually I ended up um, getting it fully back so then we brought the team back together um, I launched that last year in November. Was it November? Yeah. Um, and as soon as we brought it back, just went off. Like people just love Creo. It was it was one of them. We was constantly debating like, should we just start a new brand? Um, like that's just the same as Creo and just not be bothered with a hassle. But it's like when you've lo- when you've Gone you through so much to start summer, yeah, and then we lost it. And then it was like we've got to get it back because we knew people loved it. The, you got like, the existing sm- customers, so yeah, hundred percent. But even like the customer base weren't even huge. Like we did well. We had some decent celebrities wearing it and stuff. But like because it was so new, and it was different, the people that did see it loved it. So we thought we've got to bring it back. Yeah. Um, but then that was after COVID. We brought it back. I feel like about a million different sweatshirt and hoodie brands have come out since oh, yeah. since COVID. Yeah, you've got way more competition. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's good well, though. Competition's good. 100%. Keeps like, some people absolutely kill it, don't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I brought that back out and it's just been skyrocketing from there. 
think we did like 4K in like the first month. So it's like grand a week. It was like, because obviously you, when you're making four grand, it's not you, it's not four grand in your pocket. Like, no, it's probably it's, barely anything at that point. Yeah, probably, like, probably still in minus that. Yeah. I was in so much debt with it by this point. Like, put everything I had from Sync, everything like that I've, I've made like previously, um, just got in bare debt over it. But then got it back first month did like 4k it was like it's not it's hardly a dent on what what we've paid mm-hmm. i think we only bought like 20 grand's worth of stock to start yeah it's like all this stuff um but then just as the months went on we just constantly like just got more and more every single month then stores started getting involved and then i used my contacts that i had from dubai shouted them about creo showing them that and they was like yeah it's mint let's try it so this is stores like Gallery Lafayette, um, American Rag, Dropkick. They're all like six stores in Dubai Mall then. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah, you're yeah. in the hub because yeah, Dubai Mall is like the biggest. Yeah, it's just like millions a day in yeah. footfall, surely. Yeah, it's a joke. It's huge. So we, so again, it was the same situation. I was like, let me just send you five grand's worth of this. You don't have to pay for it. I'll just send it to you. Try it out. They put it in, five grand, sold out first weekend. It was like, this is insane. <laughs> so it was like, send us more of that. I was like, you're going to have to put an order in now. Like, yeah. I've wet your appetite. Now you need to put an order in. So first order from one store, 10 grand. So then like, when you start getting chunks of that, then it starts like, it gives you more like hype to really start pushing that. Yeah. Because it from, snowballs as well, right? Because yeah, exactly. like more and more people wearing it. Oh yeah, 100%. So that was one store went from like, five grand's worth of stuff on consignment to, 10 grand uh, to 20 grand and then obviously uh, coming into this this month now what is it we're in September so 10 months down the line I think we did like 100 grand this month so this month so far yeah yeah like as in, in September yeah so September 15th 100 grand so far yeah yeah <laughs> nice one mate yeah nice. so it's just it's one of them it's just having the belief in it and constantly like plugging it every single kind of avenue you can Stores help on that a lot, though. It's like, when you say 100 grand, it's like, it sounds a lot. If you're doing 100 grand just on online, then you're bopping it, aren't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but if you're including some stores in that as well, but that's just in Dubai. Um, so we're just trying to open up all the avenues of different different countries now. So going back to LA next week, trying to open up the American market with it. But again, we're only new. Like, we've only got 6,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, it's got some more. Yeah, Pity's quite big. Because yeah. you've got Pity as well, which we've not spoken about yet. Yeah, Pity. And that's big well, in Pity's just like my little, my little art project on the side. I'm just a bit of a roadman at art. Is Pity not, so. not bigger than the Creo, though? I feel nah, like I, I, knew, I knew what Pity was, and I didn't know what Creo was. Really? Like, before, obviously, we met. Yeah, yeah. And we all moved in here. Yeah. I had no idea what Creo was. Yeah. Other than when, after that kick game event... And these oh, men yeah. came back with like this kit game, it's Creo. I was like, oh, is that from? Because yeah, that's yeah. pretty fire, that. Yeah, but I knew, right. I knew what Pity was. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pity was just like, when we lost Creo, I needed just another avenue of income because they had sync and then winters die off. Uh, I thought I lost Creo forever. So I thought, you know what? I just love like... Like I said, when I was younger, I just used to be a proper road man. I used to wear like tracksuits, TNs, TN cap. Just think I was sick, but just soft as fuck. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I always wanted to do like a brand like that. So I started pity just, just as like a side thing really. But um, 
that become like a bit more of an obsession then. So end up going to like the best factories in the world because that was hard to sell. It was like just to guys and it's like, it's mainly just black and white. It's hard to sell online. So I kind of kept it um, just like low minimums that was buying. Mm. And it was the best factories in the world. Like the made in that, the same factory of as um, Heron Preston and Kith, um, Alexander Wang, stuff like that. So, Mad. and we put like mega detail into Peter. Um, but it's just so hard to sell online because it just, from the face of it, just looks like it's a black, black tea, and white tea. It's like, it is really hard yeah. to sell. It's nice to pick up now, but that's been whacking it in Dubai as well, yeah. I feel like Creole probably pops off because it's got like, it's got the mad designs on it. It's, yeah. it's more, mad colors I feel too. like it's more of it's just a fun colors, brand. Man. Like I throw yeah. it, if I throw it on, it's just like, I don't know, it's just a bit more fun. Yeah. Like it's not as heavy. Yeah, I mean, like, pity is just, it is, it's like heavyweight stuff, top quality. Um, still, that does, I mean, it does good numbers over in Dubai, to be fair. Um, but just recently, Creole's overtook that now. Because with Creole, it's it's kind of like the sets you'd wear with um, kind of like the rare sneakers. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we fit into that market. Like yeah, the yeah, sneaker yeah. hype yeah, yeah. well helped the Creole hype. Do you know what I mean? We went into Kit Game. That yeah. sold out. We did like 100 pieces. It was a sick there. event, that. Yeah, it was sick. It's yeah. booming to be fair. Yeah. The queue like, yeah. was huge. Yeah, we're going to do it. I've done the sickest take. We're doing a new one, new collab with Kick Game. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably going to be like next month. But it's in London. Designs have done. I think we're going to do Manchester first again and then going to do London towards Christmas. Yeah. This is yeah. the design you won't show us still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking sick, mate. You need to see it like in front of you. It's not something I can just show you on a computer because you won't like. <laughs> You won't take it in. Right, yeah. so we're bringing the heat, literally. It's All right, so we've, we've gone from, obviously we've heard about how Creole started, Pity, Sink. How did like you actually start? Like How did you actually get into it? Because obviously when you were younger, was it school? Were you always wanting to do business? What were you like academically? Like how did that um, work? Yeah, I was a smart kid. I like, um, I was intelligent, but I was also just a bit of a knob. Just like, just loved a laugh. Do you know what I mean? Class clown. Um, yeah, class clown. I, I feel like you definitely were the class clown too. Right? <laughs> yeah, just 100%. fucking loved having a scream, man. I've just always <laughs> enjoyed life. Like, I've never had a, a bad time in my entire life. I'm so blessed, really. Like, primary school was sick. Secondary school was sick. Yeah. High school. Um, college was sick. Uni was sick. Like, nothing, Did you go in uni? Everything's been mint. Um, went to Leeds. Oh, okay. Did business at Leeds. Business. Yeah, just, that was absolute fraud. Like, yeah. Yeah, business. When, yeah, businessman. Like, yeah, I just started life knowing that, like, I'm never gonna work for anyone. That was like the number one rule. Yeah, but then obviously, like, when you've got no dough, it's always hard to start your own business with no dough behind you. You have got to come up with little ideas that will just boost up your kind of your cash. You need some kind of float. Hundred percent. Just like doing random shit, like. It is just being out there and falling into the right stuff. Like I painted that fucking law firm for 10 grand, but like it didn't yeah, cost me anything. It. Just made 10 grand in a month. Mm-hmm. Like yes. I was knackered. But even through that, I literally just put headphones in. I listened to like Donald Trump's book. I listened to Power, um, you know, just on audio. Yeah, yeah. So it was like learning while I was making dough and it was not costing me anything. And then from that, like you're able to just 
start things. Well, I mean, you? even if you did that as a full-time job, you're making 120 grand a year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't bad. think I've heard of many painters under 120 bags <laughs> yeah. a year. That's insane. I mean, it was 22 rooms in a law firm. It was like, it was a massive painting job. You just painted yeah. the wall just on my own. Just paint everything white. white. Paint, paint the entire gaff white. If yeah. anyone wants to pay me 10 grand, <laughs> paint their walls white, I'm there tomorrow. It was honestly, 100%. it was so much like, there was, there was like stairwells and stuff. And I didn't even like, I didn't even know how to get, get up to like the top of the stairwell. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I've never really done like commercial <laughs> You're painting. You're an absolute cowboy I didn't have a at this point. Clue. It was just one day I hired, I just painted as high up as I could. Then I hired this company to just come and paint like the top, <laughs> the top quarter because I couldn't fucking fit in. Um, but yeah, how else did I, what, what did you ask now? How did you start? Yeah, so I was always into design. My granddad was a designer. He designed like a, he did blueprints for like battery manufacturing. So fucking random. Um, but then he was a sick artist. So I used to really be into that. And my nana always used to say you'd be a designer. Just when we was at uni, it's not something you really thought about getting into like fashion design, really. Mm. Yeah, you've got to really go out onto it yeah. on your own as well. Yeah, because it kind of like rolled into it. Like, obviously, Ooh. I like I I love drawing, and then I learned um, like Photoshop, Illustrator, because I needed to design for when I started Sink Swimwear. So it all kind of just started rolling in together because as like technology got better, and then. You've got like Procreate and stuff like that. Just it all yeah. started coming together then. But uni was just an absolute blag. Just parted for like every single day of my life. In Leeds. When, yeah, just went to uni the first year, parted the entire year, didn't go to uni once and then just went and just said like, I've had family problems, can I just redo my year? It was like, yeah. <laughs> but like at that time, it was like, how old am I now? It's not 12 years ago, so they were giving you grants to be at uni. Yeah, you were so getting like, it. Just give us a grant, we'd yeah, be yeah. at uni. <laughs> we'd just fuck about, and I'd be like, oh, just, I need to do it, it again. It was a, like, go bullshit. on. And then the second year, I only did like half the year, um, but I just whacked it for half the year. It just got me sick, sick results. And then the second half, just kind of um, just chucked it in the bin again. Still ended up passing at the end. But even at uni, I was, I was, because we're, I were doing business when there was, we had the IT stuff. I'm, I've always been like a bit of a whiz on the computer and stuff. So I was just um, doing everyone else's like coursework and assessments all on, all the computer. I was just changing all my shit and selling it to people in my class. <laughs> I just got like, I was getting A's and then I was just making sure everyone else got like a B. I just like, <laughs> I just duplicated it. Yeah, changed make it a little shit. bit worse. And took out like the best bit about it. And then they're like, they get a B or a C because they're just part so happy with that, isn't it? People give me 50 quid and I was buzzing, man. Yeah. Like 20 people. Yeah. <laughs> That's mad. Yeah. For a £1,000 a month from Yeah, I mean, faking, I only did it like twice. Uni coursework. So it was like just a grand, yeah, but. Take <laughs> Every <enough. laughs> And then what did you yeah. do after uni then? That's when I just like went off the rails. Just not went off the rails, but you like. Make it sound so bad, like a recovery story. Yeah, make it sound horrendous. rails. No, I just thought, like, I wanted to travel a bit. So um, I was just doing, like, bits of modelling. And then I'd go, I'd save up enough money and then just go to Ibiza for the summer. Just have that off for, like, five months straight. 
Now, in fact, it started in uh, Port Banus. Went to Port Banus for a summer. Came home, bit of modelling. Port Banus again. Did that for three years. I just like lived like every penny I got, I just blew it. Do you know what I mean? Got paid for a week at work, blew it all. Then got paid again, blew it all. Then I'd come back, I'd have no dough, do a bit of modelling, blow all that. Just like... And <laughs> then, you settled down now, though. I've not then, seen you like... Then Christmas, and then like, just make a bit more, save it up, then go away for the summer. Then I did five years in a beefer. Then I just thought, it's too much, man. Like, when, did you go and, when did you go on Big Brother? Because we're not touched on that yet. And like, yeah, I, don't I didn't even know you went on Big Brother. Nah, Big Brother was ago. actually sick, mate. It was like the best time in my life. I don't know how people complain about it. Like, I fucking love that gaff. What was it like? Just sick. Just every day, you just like, you just do games for food and like, you'd be locked away from the world. You wake up, like the shutters have come up and there'd be a big fucking game in the garden. I've been yeah. gassed every single day. That's mate. mad to be fair. And I just had some mates in there. Like, there was a group of like six of us and everyone was a fucking scream. So we just had a great time. Some people hated it, but... I don't even know how you can hate it. You genuinely it. hated it, or was it just like for sure? Did people get... say they ate it, and like they're crying and saying they missed the mum. Like, I, I'm a mum. How long was I it? Me, but I didn't miss my mum. Like, I'm well involved. I was yeah. just in the mix. How long were you there for? It's like 72 days. Was really? There wow. end, yeah. That's quite a while. I didn't know there was that yeah. long. Do you get paid for it and stuff? I or think, not? Nah, or they give you just... like, um, I think they give you, I think it was like 800 quid to kind of cover rent if you had rent outside. You know, if you're locked yeah, into yeah. some sort of rent or mortgage should give you like 800 pound a month for something like that but I just give it me mum <laughs> so I came out she blew it all <laughs> sound she's like I had to spend it because she kept going up for eviction so I had to go down to London to see <laughs> in case she got chucked out but yeah that was a fucking scream that gaff I bet that was jokes before yeah I loved it but then coming out of that again just didn't know what to do did that not like so, build up a following nah not really I've never been big on social media it's like even though it's it is great for like, it's good know, for your personal, just, bro, for, your, for your actual brand. Though. What I mean, but I've never like been into it. I've never wanted to be that guy that's kind of like yeah. constantly filming myself and stuff. Don't know why, but yeah, I came out there and then got into a bit more modelling. But I just got a bit lost, and then that's when I went to the clothes show and started sink swimwear. So I kind of fell in. Fell, I wouldn't have fell into making the brands if I didn't do the Big Brother. So it's mm. all kind of like, all comes together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you probably made a decent few connections yeah. there as well, surely. Yeah. Or at least people know you were. 100%. Like, it's a good yeah. talking point. It's like, oh, well, I was on Big Brother. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I got invited to the Clove show because, like, I've been on Big Brother and Ross was on X of the Beach. So we've met through something to do with TV. So it all kind of comes together, doesn't it? But even, like, Big Brother was lucky. Like, I never applied to go on Big Brother. I just, I was doing modelling. And then... um my agent just rang me up and just said, they need a male model in Big Brother um, and they've not got one. They rang us and said, have you got any lads that are just up for a laugh? <laughs> I'll go with Big Brother. So we said, you? It's like, right, yeah, I'm in. So I went down to London. Um, I went and stayed at my mates. It was a stink, really. I went down and stayed with my mates. I absolutely levered. It was out to like six in the morning. I had the interview at eight. It was like half eight, something like that. So I got up, I was still off my head. Um, and she was just like, you, you need to go because like it's a big opportunity. So I dragged myself out, got there. As soon as I walked in, I just went, I've just got to let you know that I'm still off my <laughs> nut from last night. So then they all fucking loved it. Like I thought it would just kill me off. But they were gassed off it. So. Can you drink a nine there? 
Oh, is it? Yeah, you can drink a bit, yeah. Was they, that a lot? they give you like rations, yeah. We had a girl that was like just turned 18 in our house and um, they put drink in the first night and she got bladded off like two drinks. So after that, they put like a bit of a ban on it so it killed it a bit. Mm, yeah. But as soon as like they announced the drinks was there, we, me and my mate are just fucking sprinting into the front room. He'd lock the door so no one else can get in. <laughs> We'd get them all and we'd just hide them all around the house. And then just come out with like a little rash and say, oh, they only give us these. <laughs> so everyone else would take us into the garden and then we just stand in the fucking main house just necking them. Just can't make the most of what, <laughs> what the You've had such a mad life. Because <laughs> now you're pretty reserved. Like you come into the office all day, you just sat there working on Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad like, anymore. pretty like... Hitting the gym. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, I'm doing this and doing this. Let's Good work routine. on this. It's just when you, get in, it's when you get into the zone of it. Like when you've, as you know, when you've got your own business, it's like shit's got to get serious, hasn't it? Yeah, like you've, yeah. You've got to know, like, uh, your accounts, you've got to know, like, even just day-to-day working, like, I get, I get pissed off with myself if I miss a day's work. I can literally work seven days a week. Saturday, like, obviously I'm not in the office, but play footy with the lads. Like, I'll get up in the morning, have breakfast, work, go to footy, come home, work. And my bird's like, she gets so fed up, I'm just constantly just working. Just, laptop. just sit something on the couch cuddling me while I'm on my yeah. laptop. It's part yeah, of the game, just, isn't it? What's the day to day though? What is what is your like day to day? Like you're in the office. Like what are you, you ask doing? me a day to day, I haven't got a clue. You know, it's just like <laughs> shit constantly just drops on your desk. Like because we do. We like do, what are you what are you doing today? We do. Well, I'm doing this fucking podcast for you, aren't I? But then we've got <laughs> uh, we've got about we just got some new orders in literally today, so we've got. Uh, uh, for some store orders, we we print most of our shit in the office, so we've got I think it's like a two thousand piece order. So I mean, how many? How much is that? It's like a fifty grand order. Like we've got a print in here, so mm. as you see, all them boxes there, we've got a shitload of boxes to get. How long does that take? So two thousand pieces. We can do about four hundred a day. Um, Five days work. Yeah, probably grand. whack it out in a, in a week. Yeah. Weeks worth fifty grand then. Fifty grand, yeah. Not bad. Not. But you got to remember as well, like it does sound mint that, but it's great on the revenue side. But when you're putting stuff into store, you're you're only really making about double the money you've put into it. So a store will take a two point seven markup or a two point six markup, meaning like say you you sell them you're selling a hoodie at hundred quid. Mm. They want 100 quid divided by 2.7. That's what they want to buy it for. And then obviously you've got to purchase the actual gum. So, so they're buying it for what, 20, 30 quid then? Yeah, something like, like that. The 20, what, it's yeah. like 35 quid, isn't it? Yeah, so, then, so we've got a, we look to try and double our money in store. So realistically, like 50 grand order, it's 25 grand profit. Mm-hmm. So, right, so 25 grand you've got, five days work. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. It's quite a good still <laughs> makes. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, when you say that. But, yeah, it's it's getting the sales online that you need. Because then you're making the full that's when up. you're whapping it, yeah. Yeah. But you're just making that whole extra margin. But then obviously you've got the people that you need to help you make them sales online. So obviously you need more staff. You need to put money into marketing. So everything's... everything's Wholesale probably a bit on. more of an easy, straightforward. Like you've got it patterned. You know they're going to yeah. order. It's the, it's the best thing about, like, if you start a brand and you're actually, like, into design... Um, so you want to make everything from scratch. Like I literally draw everything that we make. So like 
this sweatshirt, for example, I drew how it's going to look and then we measure it in here um, exactly how we want it to measure on a certain size. Then we'll sample it, then we'll tweak it, sample it again, tweak it, sample it a third time, get it perfect. Because all like, the colours are all our own, pantones that we've picked out and stuff. So everything's done from scratch. Then you've got all the trims that you've got to get made, like your back neck label, your care labels, any little trinkets you've got. On. Um, so it's not just so, like you buy a, a sweatshirt from and a random supplier. So that goes into it. Yeah. Yeah, you're not like, but it's like, I remember when we was sort of like starting to look at making just like branded t-shirts and stuff um obviously just to give out and we were basically just like oh yeah you can have that t-shirt there and it's like this what is it gsm or like the the weight of the t-shirt weight whatever it is and it's just like a off the wall just standard like there you go Mm. but like when you've been talking about like even like the creole hoodies the pity hoodies it's like it's like the other day you were saying like yeah we shaved out the fibers inside of it and i was like (laughs) so you're not just like buying now like it's not like a wholesale website where it's like okay four hoodies you can have this hoodie and then you get it printed like you actually are designing the actual yeah we do everything because i got into design right from the off like there's two ways that you can kind of like attack the market if you're say just say you're just an influencer and you just want to start a brand and you want to do it rapid you've got an idea of like designs you want to put on a tee just buy them in so you can just, there's so many websites out there where you can just buy blank tees mm. and then you can print them on and then just market it because influencers are just sick at marketing, aren't yeah. they, usually? They're not oh. really designers. So, I mean, if you're a designer and you're a sick influencer, then you're a way one. <laughs> but there's a whole, there's loads of other stuff that goes into it, like just technical design. So when I think that's I'll what people are looking this, for as well right now. Like yeah. you, you can just go and buy your generic t-shirt or hoodie from x person but people aren't the board of that now they've seen it yeah 100 there's so many people that do it like even lowers of fast fashion brands they're just they're just buying stock and then printing something on it and then throwing it out for cheap but yeah that's what impressed me so much about the, like, the t-shirts obviously like, the t-shirts are really good quality but it's even like the creole comforts yeah. like the hoodies the joggers yeah, it's like yeah. it's very different like i've never felt it's weird because it's like sponge. Like yeah. it's very sponge. Yeah, we call it sponge fleece. It literally took us about a year to get that bang on. Yeah. Just like the last one was a bit like the hoods were super puffy. The hoods were massive, yeah. yeah. But these because it it didn't the old ones didn't fit like as like a hoodie where it just sort of just drops. Yeah, yeah. But obviously the new ones. Yeah, like, just, they're a bit they're a bit more lightweight than the old ones. I yeah. think. Yeah, because we shaved shaved them out. Actually, they're in the so back with a razor. That's, way, that's yeah. the way. You know, like them derma palming razors, the little ones. Yeah. I just imagined you in the back. Of, <laughs> yeah, I'm not shaving them myself. We, we've been to about six different factories to get the right fabric. It's like just a, a mix of polyester and cotton to make it like so like soft to touch. But then obviously we made it as thick as possible as well. So instead of you'd usually just go to a manufacturer and they'll have they'll have this stock of cotton or this stock of whatever. You can say, I want a t-shirt in that. But instead we went to actual, like, cotton manufacturers and then started right from the beginning. The very, very so we beginning. said, like, we need it to have, like, this specification. It needs to be, like, really soft, but it needs to be, like, it needs to hang well. It can't be, like, too flimsy. It's got to be mm-hmm. thick. So we literally had it made for us. The only stage past that is going to the farmer. 
Well, that's what I mean. That's how much like effort goes into like Creo and Pity and Sync. Like we really like have a bash at everything. Like, um, and then all our trims are made in a separate factory. Like it's like the best trim plays. They like look after all the top brands. Um, and then, uh, like our prints, we only use like the best printers. We do some of the printing in here. Like we just use the best machines, the highest quality shit. Everything's that organic. Um, so we're just putting the effort in, putting the effort into every single part of it. And hopefully that'll eventually show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like we're, we're early now and it's going sick for an early brand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like you so always play it down. You're yeah. always like, oh yeah, I need to do better. I need to do better. But then you actually sit and break down the numbers. It's like, it's not like you've got like a... It's when you'd like take the piss and you say like 25 grand for a week's work. And like, oh yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's that's sick. exactly what it is. Yeah. It's 25 grand for a week's work. You're yeah, basically on yeah. 1.2 million a year profit that, mate. Well, yeah. If you do that every it's single just, week. It's being consistent in it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, we just want to constantly keep building on it. But, but you're focusing a lot more on like the whole social media aspect of it now. Yeah, we've got you. You're getting the editor f- in, right? Yeah, I feel yeah, we're getting an editor in. Um getting people on the mark. We've got people doing market, but we need a team now. It's just to show up the behind the scenes. So that's the coolest part about it. I mean, yeah. I know that's obviously yeah, we all wear a lot so. of Creo, but not specifically obviously like we're gonna wear it regardless, yeah. but like it's good that you can see like what goes into it. Yeah. It's not just like made in a factory, you have like a box of t-shirts and they come and they're all the same it's like you, just, you actually get just like raw like yeah. there's nothing on them yeah and then obviously you go through and do all that or you mm-hmm. go through all the designs yeah, 100%. we do need People to tell the story a bit more because obviously there's that much that goes into it um i feel like people have been more inclined to buy it if yeah, they knew sure. how much went into it because when you see something online you do just think um oh it's just it just looks like a t-shirt or a hoodie do you know what i mean you don't know how good it actually is to feel. Yeah, because I think if hand. you just see the clothing brands, probably yeah. just compare it to like, what a t-shirt from Boohoo or all them. It's just like, it's literally like You just can't produced. tell, can you? But then obviously, that's why it's bombing so much in um, in Dubai because we put it in store. As soon as people feel it, like, it's just something you've not really felt before. Mm. It's just like unbelievable spongy fleece like <laughs> yeah it is mega comfy just mad in it when you did that uh, kick game um club yeah i remember getting back to mine and my girlfriend was just like i need that hoodie like yeah, i need I that, that that pink hoodie everyone's yeah, wearing yeah. she's like i need it <laughs> yeah I, I i when we did that like day in the office the other day and we were all wearing the fresh new tracksuits yeah. so it's so, like the next day i came in like wearing different clothes and it was at home and I came back home that night my girl walked inside the living room my girlfriend was wearing like the full set like she got it all on and she was like I need this she was like I actually need it it's mad like she was like I just want to wear this she's getting out there isn't it that's the hardest part yeah it's just getting out there now it's getting out there but like getting out there in a way where we can actually kind of show people like what goes into it like it's all right like kind of boosting posts and marketing yeah, yeah. across like pictures like we do like six shoots and stuff but no one's really seen what's going into it so if we can kind of tell the story of what's going into it then people might be more inclined they want to, to like, see it involved. from you going picking what actual garment you want I mean. to drawing the designs to printing them yeah. to and like you've realized how hard it actually is yeah yeah they don't see the seven days work a week that you literally put in so many yeah. hours into it and yeah that's what they want just, to see yeah we've just got to tell the story haven't we Ash's road to LA yeah 
Yeah. I'll just you do a little. LA. LA is the one, man. Road to LA, hoodie. Yeah. Did you meet <laughs> when you were in LA? Did it? Did you meet like? Obviously, here like LA is meant to be absolutely nuts, twenty four seven. Yes. But did you meet anyone where it was just like? Obviously, meeting people one way you were just like, well, I'm actually I've met you, or but even meeting them to actually help with sync creo. Obviously, they weren't a thing, but at that point, really. But to help, sort of like now you could use them connections that I've I've met you. Lenders um, are helping hand. Kind of. I, it's one of them. Like I do meet like celebrities and stuff, but because my best mate he's he's an actor, so he's got a lot of friends like celebrities and stuff but I don't really like the idea of I don't know you know asking him to help out with mm. yeah. something like, I feel like that you're sponging. Like, I feel like if I just kind of turn sponging up, for the sponge please yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's just one of them you don't really want to just be seen to be that kind of guy that's you're to asking do it for a favour all the time I'd rather just like meet people and we just like if we get on we get on then we're mates and then if we don't we don't like um but obviously, then they'll if we become mates, then they'll see that mm. I own Creo, and then they'll when we're with people, they'll see us wearing it and then love it. So it's just like it'll just come to Naturally fruition snowball. that way. Do you know what I mean? It's more organic, I suppose. Yeah, rather than organic, force it. Yeah, like we don't we don't pay anyone to do any influencing and stuff like that. Like we send people stuff if they've got like sick followings or celebrities and stuff if they message us and say we love your shit like mm-hmm. can we have some I mean realistically like a lot of them could just buy it because they're all cashed yeah I don't know like, when, when you've got the when you've got influence I suppose you just might as well might take as well, it for free yeah. you, <laughs> you might as well have it for free instead of paying aren't you yeah just why not but so we send them out but we don't actually pay anyone because then it's just you're not you're not being organic. You are. Just it's very obvious when people do ads as well. I feel like, it like is, I feel yeah. like I'm less inclined. If I see someone like doing an ad, I'm never watching it. Yeah. Ever because I know it's an ad. I'm just like, nah. I know. Plus, these like influencers, they get that much free stuff. They actually are going, only going to promote what they actually like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I think yeah. how many things they get a day. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, everyone gets sent so much shit. The best stuff is when you see an influencer say they're just filming themselves getting about like shopping or something like that. And they've and got a full Creo tracksuit on, yeah. and you'll just kind of glimpse it when they're kind of. Oh, they've opened that wardrobe that morning like, and shows that. Pick that, yeah, and that's that's a better influence being organic that way. Yeah, hundred percent. To think of it, that person we bumped into the other night mm. when we went for food, I could have sworn she was wearing full Creo. A pink one, yeah, probably. You know, I'm a hundred percent sure now. I say, yeah, I love that. And mad. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a, beast, a big one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. Mad. How long have we been going here? Wiles is Brandon Williams' girlfriend. That can't get me. He's what? Brandon Williams' girlfriend. Yeah, I could have sworn she was in full green. Yeah, because he, he it actually wasn't. Brandon was it Williams. No, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't even pink. It was full green. It was green. Yeah. I swear it was full green. I, I, I did check, but he wasn't. I when she came, I that's why I looked, looked twice. But yeah, we'll, we'll say it was. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, full green. I don't. How long have we been going here? Anyone know? Cheers. What else have we got to chat about? The other day I saw, you know, Roman Atwood, hmm. the YouTuber, the massive YouTuber. He was like, um, yeah, we did like, he did like a merch for his followers. And I've never, never got, like, obviously, younger kids love it, but it's just like yeah. promoted to absolute death. And he was like, yeah, yeah, we did a uh, 700,000 orders. And it was like 12 million in revenue in like oh, a year just from his merch. And that, that was obviously just like his same, specific man. merch. Buy this, buy this, buy yeah. this. It is 700,000 units. Yeah, some people whack it. Like Broken Planet, they whack it. They, um, 
But they just started with blanks. They, but their, their stuff was so shit at first. They've been around for, around for a while now. Like two well. years. Like two day. years. But in yeah, their yeah, first yeah. year, they did a million quid. They just blew up on TikTok over... I think they did it over... It's during COVID, even, wasn't it? I don't it? really know a lot about them, but... Yeah. It's what? During COVID. Yeah, during no, COVID. I, I heard that. Everyone's just... just but they were, they were just buying, like, blank tees, blank cuds, and then just printing on them. Yeah. And just fucking flogging just them. Anything that blows up on TikTok, really, just, yeah, just absolutely goes, goes bananas. I mean, now they actually make decent stuff. Like, I... I Someone bought some the other day, didn't they? Yeah. And um You weren't happy about that, were you? Like, Why are you wearing Why is it not Creole? Like anyone wearing anything but Creole man. Yeah. Pretty sure you've tried to convince the whole office wants to burn a specific Every... brand. Yeah, yeah. And replace <laughs> you were like, I'll replace it with Creole. <laughs> you were like, anyone's got it right, I'll throw it into a middle, I'll it, set it on fire. I just thought it'd go viral. You keep going on about making shit viral. So I thought if we just burn a load of Pangea and then <laughs> replace it with Creole. <laughs> you should do that. Send yeah. to Manchester just but Bonfire. then, like, it doesn't really work burning it, does it? Because, like, they're actually, like, a it's sustainable good company, it? Yeah, they're a very good like brand. We you should, we should just say, like, everyone that's got Pangea, like, bring it to us. We'll take it off and we'll swap it for, like... You should print over it. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah. Big business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like that... We'll that, give it to um, the homeless this summer. Yeah. What you did the other day, though, was... Um, what was the cleaning brand? It was like Creo Comforts for that photo shoot. Yeah, Comforts, yeah. They'll and you were like, oh, well, definitely. It's like, you definitely cannot sell that. <laughs> yeah, probably but it looks um, it looks so cool. Yeah, Creo Comfort. Comforts in here. Is any of them Creo Comfort bottles over there? The bottles? Mad bottles? Yeah. Oh, you can yeah. pop one up on the screen, can't you? Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, pop one up on the that screen. Was, that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you came through it, I was like, that's actually mad. Yeah. yeah. It's one of them. I can't see comforts like being asked about trying to come and sue Creo, fucking small little brand from Manchester. Did it still have comforts on the logo? Oh yeah, left comforts on there. Proper club. It says Creo comforts. If you put it onto the back, he bought it from Aldi and it was like Aldi. And it, had, like, <laughs> it was like Creo X comforts. I mean, it's, it's oh, just man. for the shoot, man. It's just for a bit of like fun aesthetic, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's just the little details like that, though. Instead of just doing like a regular shoot, if we've got bringing out like an essentials line we wanted to not call it essentials for a start so Creole Comforts because our number one thing is that it's so like spongy and soft it is like literally the comfy it is the airport comfiest gear, set you'll ever yeah, have in your life yeah proper airport gear like yeah, if you're travelling 100%, 100%, 100% wearing yeah. it so Creole Comforts just worked and then obviously you've got the bottles of comfort I just thought it'd be nice to do like a little kind of collab with that shoot it in so you decided you were collabing with yeah. it yeah so Basically, so what, it's a bit of a teaser. I'm going to just message Comforts and see if they actually want to do a real collab. Yeah. We've got, well. we've got a sick collab coming up. And that worked well by just doing that. I just designed it. I can't tell you what it is yet. You tell us after. I'll tell you after. But I designed <laughs> a set of, um, like a collab with this sick top, like US brand. And then, is it not the one that, you, that you've been like going on about? I think I might have told you ago. already, yeah. If it's the one I'm thinking of, it's yeah. actually mad. So it's sick. We designed that as a collab and then we designed it not as a collab. And then basically just said, we're just going to bring that out and it's influence from your shit. Or we can bring it out as a collab and then add all this to it and it'd be fucking sick. And then you can share 100% some of the profits. Know what it is. So then there was just like, oof, it's a no, no brainer. brainer. Yeah, it may like, as well. Sound. So now we're putting that into work. We're just going to try and, I want to launch that in like, say Selfridges or something. We need like a big like UK store to do mm. that. A proper pop-up. But that's when we're going to introduce like kids and stuff. It'll just, 
Oh, pop. I have shown you then, haven't I? Is yeah. it actually the one? Is, <laughs> yeah, if it's yeah. only thinking about it, yeah, yeah will be. Fair so enough. Hopefully it gets fucking locked. The, uh, yeah. It's fine. But yeah, you just got to kind of like, it's not really tricking them into it, but like otherwise they're not going to hear about us, are they? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of just doing that kind of guerrilla marketing. Like, yeah, it is about to say it's very aggressive. I'm going to do this. Yeah. You can either be on it or you can't be yeah. on it. And either it way, essentially it's uses their aesthetic and their name yeah. turned into our name <laughs> but then they can't shout at us because it's it's just as much our name as it is their name so realistically it's like we do it together or we we do it on our own it was like yeah. right sound they weren't even like arsy about it some people are arsy as fuck i remember i did um we started because uh, we had a couple of girls in here we started a, a yoga wear brand um and chanel tried to sue us for that why? Because, Why? Because, well, it's called Coco Blend. And obviously they have Coco Chanel. Yeah. And then some of our designs would say Coco on one side and then Blend on the other. So it's like <laughs> just literally Coco. just in design. We just started launching and like, I don't know how they even found it. So Chanel wrote to us, but obviously like, I just love shit like that. That's why I wrote back to him like, listen, we're just going <laughs> to do it. Like, do you want to get involved? They wanted to say no. <laughs> obviously just no Chanel on it so like we're back and forth they was like we're going to see you and shit so I just said look we'll just make a deal like if we only do, you don't do gym wear we'll only do gym wear we'll we'll never write Coco and Blend split up but Chanel can never do gym uh, wear so we just did, yes so uh, no they don't do it so we just said we won't do anything else apart from gym wear so then they agreed so then we got a fucking contract with Chanel to do that but then I just fucked it off in the end. Couldn't be asked. <laughs> just like Creo started taking off. I just, I couldn't be asked with another brand. Do you work, yeah. you focus full time so on Creo? I just sold that to someone else. Yeah. Basically the selling point was like, not even really started it. Just had like five lines of gym wear. Sold it to someone else. Just said, you got to deal with Chanel on that. So that <laughs> sound. Because <laughs> if you were <laughs> That's hilarious. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you're saying 90% of your time is just Creo. Yeah, it's all Creo. Um, Yeah, more, well, I won't say 90%. um, There's more of us on Creo because we've got a couple of designers like Mike, um, he's a designer, but he's kind of doing it in his spare time as well. Um, It's one of them. We've got more people to work on Creo than we do um, Pity and Sync. So I spend a little bit, I probably spend all my weekends on Pity because mm-hmm. I just love doing like technical shit for Pity, like the outerwear. Um, I was taking Pity to Paris in um, February, January, February, um, for fashion week and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, we're trying to just take that more high end, but like yeah, the main focus is Creole because we feel like that's just going to be... Bit like more fun to it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like such a, a fun brand. Blow, like, like Creo is just I don't know, I don't yeah, know what the word for is it. Like it? I feel like Pity is really, really serious and it's like more of like a heavy hitting brand. Yeah. Whereas Creo is more just like easy, lighthearted. It's just a laugh. It's it? like a fun it's like yeah. you, it's like a fun laugh yeah. of a brand. Hundred percent. Um I feel like that's that's what people love about it, is like just fun colours and like um like some of our first designs, we used to put quotes on from like fucking because creo is um it's latin for create well it's latin for to create so like creativity or creation Mm -hmm. creative creative studios um so 
we used to put quotes on for like from great kind of creatives back in the day and shit like um einstein and um tesla shit like that but now we're just like we're just write anything on it like Mike is one of the de- designers it's called Chuddy. So I just said like, we'll just make a Chuddy tea. So, and then it become one of our bestsellers. Yeah. So I just, I just wrote More personal studios. though, isn't it? What? More personal. It's like your brand yeah. that way. Isn't it? it's just like, yeah, so I was like, I'm just going to make you a tea. I'm going to put you on a tea. Obviously not him. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. put his face on a tea. We'd never sell anything. But, <laughs> but just obviously just, I just wrote Creo Studios in like chewing gum. Just fucking. Yeah, blew up that one. That was like. Day, it went off. Then uh, the other one, the best seller is this graffiti tea we had. I just drew me as a kid, like reaching into Creo. Mad. And that's our best seller. It fucking blew that. It's just me as a kid. No one knows it's me me as a kid. Yeah, you've got that, haven't you? The one with um, the little kid drawing, painting. I don't know. Yeah, I've never seen that. I've got so many. You have to show us afterwards. You've definitely seen it's our best seller. It's our number one. Mad. Where we stood on a crate. Nah, never seen this t-shirt ever. Definitely have. I feel like I've. I'm sure you've got it. I probably do, but my wardrobe's (laughs) half Creo right now. Creo, Creo, Creo. 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 I said to him the other day um, because he got this new green color. I said, yeah, you need to like make the the graph like the. The graphics, what they call yeah, the yeah. you know the overlays, to have the green as well because it goes so well. And then the other came came and he's like, "I've done it." I've got. And I was like, "There's more t-shirts." <laughs> yeah, there's your team, man. You can put your name on it. Yeah, so call it's it Belton. I've been asked. Uh, I've had a few people say like, "Where's that from?" It's yeah, sick. sick. It's just sick. Yeah, it's the writing on the back which he thinks it pops because yeah. you always see that. Yeah, I'm main. I'm i main stuff like most of our designs are like small print on the front, big print on the back. Yeah, they're always kind of like signed off with the same little thing on the bottom. At the bottom, the but three. They, yeah, but yeah. then we kind of change it to fit like what the design is type of thing. Mm-hmm. So like we'll leave say the Creole logo in, but then we'll change the other two to kind of suit the artwork. Just like our little sign off then. So like from far away. If you see a design on the back, if you just see the little three things at the bottom, you know it's, it's like Creo. you know it's Creo. Cheers, yeah, cash. It's absolute cash, mate. Cheers, mom. Cash Harrison. Yeah, I think people are gonna love it. <laughs> when, when they start seeing more content, more behind the scenes stuff, and yeah, 100%. they're just gonna yeah, they follow the brand really rather than just be like the the next everyday sort of fast fashion brand. I think that's what kills it. Yeah, fast it's like everyone just, just sees fast water, fashion. Yeah. It's like why buy that t-shirt for what 60, 70 quid when I can buy it yeah. over there for twenty? It's like that's they are completely amazing. different. Yeah. But yeah, it's all about, yeah, as soon as people see, like, what goes into it and just the effort we put into everything. Like, our artworks, some of them take, like, months to, like, get to the end result, whereas people just are taking shit off stock and just whacking it on a fucking tee. Mm. Like, so much stuff that goes into ours. As soon as people see that and see the quality, we should fucking whack the market, but we'll 100%, see. mate. <laughs> Don't doubt it. For the it. moment, just is, keep doing those 25 yeah, grand we'll just see every five like, days, mate. Yeah, I'll you'll try. Get by. <laughs> try so you'll get by. Yeah, we'll see, man. Should we wrap it up. Right, I reckon that's probably a decent way just to wrap it up. Then, like, literally, just then. Yeah. Unless you wanna... All right, sick. Well, yeah, then. it's been good having you on, man. Cheers, lad. Appreciate we'll it. Do, um, Thanks for uh, really going down to the it. office today. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> Thanks for it. having me in here. Yeah, we'll do a little. Do like our office in like a year? I think we do one in a year. Yeah. See where it's gone. Well, yeah, if it's not horrifically wrong, though. Like, what if, what if we are, like, picking you up under, under a bridge? It won't possibly go wrong, but if it does... Dragging you out somewhere and I'd be... Yeah, get me just hanging off a bridge somewhere. Holy <laughs> 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 mess. Clipped. If it goes wrong, I'll fucking just start another one. That's the... That's the... 
that's the key thing it's just learning to just keep cracking on even if you've failed with so much you know what I mean so, yeah. so many people yeah. quit on shit it's like no I've, quit isn't I've it I've literally like if you went on my company's hours I've started like 12 companies and like two or three yeah I've made it so hard it's just um, it's just starting again like my mum had started a business once failed like she went under for like two years it's just having the mentality to just like crack Keep on and just going. go again and not be asked. There's nothing wrong with getting it wrong. It's just a fucking, it's a lesson, isn't it? Yeah, it's an expensive one sometimes as well. Yeah, but you've got to keep going, isn't it? But it can be expensive mentally or it can be expensive in the fucking wallet, can't it? But yeah. realistically, you've just got to take it on the chin and go at it again. Or just give up and just take that <laughs> standard nine to five, which, which is never, not an, never option, an option, mate. It's not yeah. an option. Ever. So I mean, that's why I feel like your aim has got to start with like an end result and work backwards. Do you think? Cool. Do you think like Creo and and Synchnot, Do you reckon it did start off as, as like a side hustle, like just something on the side, and then sort of, or did nah. you, or did you just turn around and go like, nah, I'm doing this, I'm all in. Nah, because I just like I said, I feel like because I, I was so obsessed with like reading business books and all that. Like I went through honestly probably a hundred books of just like life and business and how to how to think or mentality books and shit like that um and then realize it is you've got to start with the end result what you want at the end and then just come backwards from that mm-hmm. and i just knew i never wanted to work for anyone else so that was a nine to five straight out the window because i could never have a boss because i was just like just traveling traveling the world doing what i want to do you only, then, get, you only get 20 days with the holidays a year so <laughs> yeah. that's, that's huge i just do what i want me man <laughs> I go on like fucking 10 holidays a year. I just tie all my holidays in with the brands. So yeah. like, I wanted to go to Morocco, went to Morocco, did a sink shoot, wanted to go to Dubai. I've got stores in Dubai, went over and set up some meetings. Yeah. It's hard to like it's work at that point. I it's know. just, you enjoy it. It's just like... Something to do when you're there. It's yeah, like an event. 100%. Because I can't, I couldn't just go on holiday and just lie down on a bed anyway. Yeah. So yeah, if I know bored. I'm going over and I'm sorting some work out, then I just love it. You'd be excited and for it as well. And also, pays for it. So then, yeah, like, exactly. you're chilling then, eh? <laughs> so, it's yeah. going to make the dough. Yeah, just 10 holidays a year at least. It's key. Love it. Paris and LA next then. Yeah, Paris. Going, uh, going LA, October, then Dubai, then Paris, then back to Dubai, and then Bali finish off the year just doing shoots in all of them Bali will be right? sick for shoots yeah, yeah Bali will be a off. mad one for, for sync yeah, yeah for sync yeah. yeah but it is one of them you can kind of just overlap shit as well like when I've got models there I just say whack some of that on mm-hmm. everyone's not happy to do it because people just love the shit yeah that's yeah. so, sweet oh mate <laughs> it's pleasure mate for, uh, <laughs> it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure cheers lads till next time I've enjoyed it till next time yeah Bye. 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 Bye.